name is Yulia and welcome back to I'm So OCD. If you're new here, I'm glad you decided to join today. Um, I would advise you to go back to my first episode and listen to that because there's important information, there's some trigger warnings, it's just, you know, um, important information that you should probably listen to, but you're obviously welcome to come back and listen to today's episode. Um, if you're not new here, hi, <laughs> how are you guys doing? Um, I'm glad you also decided to join. Um, today I wanted to talk about um, triggers and what type of triggers I have and in general, I mean, I guess this is also a trigger warning if you are, well, in a way, <laughs> in a way, I guess it's it's good exposing yourself to these things, but you guys know what I mean, whatever, I'm already rambling again, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about my triggers and because I think triggers can be the most random things and I just wanted to talk about them and what situations I get extremely, you know, triggered, have a lot of intrusive thoughts and I just, you know, wanted to talk about this for today. So if you're interested, sit back, relax and enjoy. So before we get into the nitty and gritty, um, let's start with a life update. Um, I just came back from Germany. We were in Germany for a week. Which was really nice, just, you know, being back in Germany, I met up with one of my friends and it was really nice talking to him. Um, you probably know him as Gamer Guy. He actually he actually was like, really? Really? That was the only name you could think of? <laughs> Which was funny because, I mean, those those um, that name just really just randomly popped into my head. And he's like, I don't even game that much anymore, blah, blah, blah. So, um, I, I excuse myself uh, for that, I guess. No, but um, it was really nice just talking to them. And um, basically because we rented our place out in Germany, we, um, you know, lived in our little um, guest apartment. And it was really weird living in a guest, in the guest apartment of your own house, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is uh, very different, obviously. But I, I like the people there pretty nice. And um, overall, I also had contact with a good childhood friend of mine she was for a very long time one of my best friends and we really like bonded over horse riding so i you know pretty much you know went with her to the stables helped her with her horse it was really fun i really enjoyed doing that if i mean if you could make more money with um being an instructor horse riding instructor i probably would do that because it's just it's, for some reason i i love just seeing how you can really help the rider and the horse um just you know get, get understand each other better and just see how happy both of the parties are at the end of the session but um i also just love doing it for fun like not even seriously just if i know i can help i like to help so yeah and um other than that there really isn't much to say i mean uh if, i mean of course uh, quite a few things happened i guess but like nothing like my ocd for example <laughs> since i mean this podcast is about ocd has been quite okay um what i did notice though that um because the the people that rent the place they have um you know two there were two families and both of them have a one has a three-year-old and the other one the family has a four-year-old and um i was kind of like anticipating or being scared like maybe i'm gonna get intrusive thoughts about them and i mean that's never been one of my themes but for some reason i was you know anticipating it and worrying about it and already obsessing about the fact that i might obsess about it um but i I managed. I mean, I did have one intrusive thought here and there, but I did not um, engage in any compulsions, I think. <laughs> Maybe some mental compulsions, but I did not waste too much time. I just let the thoughts sit and I, 
you know, reminded myself, or not reminded myself, but I knew that my values are what count and not my thoughts. So that sometimes they were a bit difficult, like the dif- situations were quite difficult sometimes, but all in all, I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud <laughs> with how I dealt. And um, yeah, yesterday I actually had my first session um, again with my um, psychologist, which was really nice. Um, I missed him. I really did. Because um, quite a few like things happened that I did want to talk about. Not even 100% OCD related, but also, I mean, a lot of things, you know, tie in with OCD, especially if I experience um, stressful situations. My OCD, or I guess with most people that have OCD, it just gets worse or is more um, present again, I in, I guess, if you, you could call it that. But um, yeah, so... Um, I'm glad we we had a session yesterday and it was really sweet because I wanted to talk about more things but I mean I only have an hour session and then he said oh no we can obviously you know talk today this is the day I'm recording today is um, Thursday yesterday was no today is Wednesday yesterday was Tuesday and he was I I have time on 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 Wednesday we can totally talk and I'm like no no it's it's not that urgent Um, but yeah there are quite a few things that I want to talk about and I want to dissect and yeah, also, I mean, continuing with exposure therapy, obviously, is also <laughs> on our list. Um, but yeah, so I guess that probably is it for a life update. Oh, no, actually, I have a date on Saturday, so um, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, I the, the guy that I'm talking to, I, I don't know if he's going to listen to this episode. I hope not. <laughs> Maybe he is. I don't know. But um, I really enjoy talking to him. He's a very, like, really nice guy. Um and I'm really looking forward to meeting him on Saturday. So it's the first yeah, date I'm going on. Like it's, I've never been on a on a date like that. And like my ex-boyfriend, he never really took me out on like actual dates. So it's my first ever actual date, I guess. Um so yeah, I guess this is it for the life update today. So I already know this is going to be a more difficult um episode for me because I mean talking about triggers I guess is not easy in general because it is the moments in which your OCD and your intrusive thoughts are really the worst I guess and you have a constant you know like your mind is running on over overdrive I guess and um it feels like a broken record in these in, in those moments but I thought it is a win-win situation because I mean it is, it's an exposure for me for me to talk about these things and to actually engage with them and not avoid <laughs> avoid talking about them or avoid the triggers themselves so um, I thought why not talk about it and also I feel like it might give people who have OCD um, you know you might relate in a way that sometimes it's the most random things and you really cannot pinpoint why exactly i mean sometimes of course but it is um sometimes it's certain people even if it's like strangers i mean it's it's very interesting and i just thought you know why not talk about that today and talk about why it triggers me and what it reminds me of and why i for some reason you know get more intrusive thoughts and Um, why you know because these are day-to-day situations that you know you should probably should not avoid because we want to we don't want to let OCD win and um, that's why that's the thing when at the beginning when I said um, trigger warning because in a way yes yes trigger warning but also I think we people with OCD are supposed to expose ourselves and we are supposed to sit with anxiety and with the you know um worries that we might you know latch onto these themes and those themes might be you know if you because I guess in a way okay let me talk let me um back up a little bit (laughs) because I've read a few posts about this um and I relate to that because sometimes people in the OCD community are scared to 
hear from others' experiences because we're scared we're going to latch onto their themes and we're going to have the same themes. And because for some reason, if they're going to tell us about this, then we're going to have, you know, obsessions about that as well. And yeah, that might be the case. And there we go again, living with uncertain uncertainty. And we have to accept the fact that that might be the case. And, um, but it is also, I feel like in, in a way, a validating experience, knowing that we all struggle in different ways. And it is important to talk about each struggle and um, also, you know, open up about these things. So I thought today might be a good day for a bit more of a more difficult episode I guess for me and maybe for the people listening as well because I know for a lot of people it is an exposure to listen to other people's triggers so if you are a person that is struggling with this I'm very very proud of you and I um I think it's great that you're sitting through this and um this is the only way we can we can get better is by exposing ourselves to situations we don't want to be in so um I guess this is a bit of um you know an intro to that, I guess. So let's just get started. <laughs> let's just get started. I'm, I'm rambling. I don't want to talk about this, but you know, it's not about me. It's about the podcast. And I, I like doing this and I like um, talking about these things. And I know it, it helps me in a way that I expose myself all the time. <laughs> so why not? Let's get like, why not get started? Um, for a while, I mean, these are triggers that I sometimes they still trigger me, but it's not as bad anymore with with a few things but they I still wanted to you know mention them because for a while they were very very bad triggers for me so the first thing was reading violent scenes um I I mean it is maybe self-explanatory especially if you constantly have um intrusive thoughts or images about like violent scenes or horror movies and um I guess that makes sense that you know reading a violent scene triggers you and you're reminded and you're like oh my god now I'm gonna have these thoughts again I don't want to have these thoughts and um so I guess it's you know self-explanatory that I did not like reading um, violent scenes and because I love reading and I like reading fantasy you know it is inevitable (laughs) that you will come across a violent scene and um at that point I remember because I did always really enjoy those books, I just, you know, sat through it. And that was the point where I wasn't a therapy yet and I didn't even know that subconsciously I was doing the right thing. Um, even though I felt so uncomfortable and I was really scared, I was like, no, I want to know what's happening. I want to finish the book. I like reading this. But there were certain um, keywords that I sometimes read and I don't know, not even articles, but in book descriptions, for example, that when I read a certain... I don't know, I don't even have the exact wording anymore, but I would, you know, read those first words and I would be like, no, I can't read this. I'm going to be triggered. I'm going to constantly think about this again. And I do not want that. And um, obviously the way to go is to be like, you know what? If you want to read it, read it. And if this happens to you, this happens to you. Who, you know, it doesn't matter. You want to read this. Don't let OCD tell you to not read it. Um, it might trigger something in you, yeah, but you've got gone through this already and um, you might have to do it again. So, and, and that is, I think, a really difficult um, thing to know that this might, you know, that, that might be the case, that it might happen, but you have to live with uncertainty. Here we go again. It's just, I always have to repeat myself because in, in the end, that's what it comes down to. So um, I do remember just still, sometimes I would avoid these situations. I, I really would because I knew, okay, this would trigger me. But it was if it was a good book and I really enjoyed the writing and the characters, I would be like, no, you're going to read this scene. You're going to go through this. It's fine. Nothing is going to happen. Um, 
then another thing for some reason i don't even know why nudity um in general it just gave me like not even sexual intrusive thoughts like you know there are many i mean sexually intrusive thoughts that is that is um you know a part of what i what i struggle with sometimes but not even that i mean i just i just remember being like what if i'm gonna kill this person i don't know for some reason it triggered like harm ocd i guess it's that it's called like like i said i'm not i don't know um the exact subtypes so i mean i'm not a professional we all know that but um it would trigger violent intrusive thoughts like nudity would not trigger sexual intrusive thoughts well not always i mean i'm going to come to that later but i do know nudity was a very big trigger for me and um it's not anymore i mean and that's i want to talk about this more in detail in another episode but that what that's why i was really really scared for a long time to you know have sex i was like i'm never gonna have sex again i i don't want that i'm gonna be triggered all the time and um i mean the best thing you can do is probably have sex <laughs> but i i mean i didn't have any partner and whatever but still um I remember that being a trigger for me and that was a random one i didn't understand why that would trigger violent intrusive thoughts for some reason it just i mean you don't have to understand ocd and you're not supposed to understand ocd but that was one of the more random triggers i guess um one which was really bad for me because i do a lot of or the next one because i do a lot of home workouts and a lot of home workouts you do on all fours and because of you know the human centipede and um uh that being my first my first uh ever theme let's say always thinking about that and always thinking about that film and always you know just really dissecting everything and that basically was my first like that what really really triggered my my first bad intrusive thoughts and my ocd and um being on all fours was really i i it was really hard for me i um always thought about it and i always got triggered and i it was to the point where I tried to avoid workouts that were on all fours. And um, I obviously don't do that anymore because I know I have to go through these things. And I want to do those workouts because they're good workouts, especially if you're trying to work your butt. Um, so I, I had to get... Because those are day-to-day -day things, you know. And I cannot just be triggered by being on all fours, if you know what I mean. And it's it's quite ridiculous. And I have to live with the fact that yes those intrusive thoughts might be present but that doesn't mean anything they're not thoughts are thoughts they cannot attack me they cannot um hurt me and um although ocd tries to tell you something else it is it is difficult and i um it is not a trigger for me anymore this is pretty okay um i'd say i mean that's the thing I still get these thoughts, but they don't affect me as much anymore because I just don't compulsively try to neutralize them. I don't avoid these situations. I don't try to like calm myself down. I just say, okay, sit with it, girl. Just sit with it. <laughs> um, and that, don't get me wrong, this doesn't uh, work always, <laughs> not at all. But most of the time, that's why my, my anxiety surrounding my intrusive thoughts and OCD is way better than it was at some point. Okay. So um, I guess another one was seeing st stitches or any type types of wounds. Um, also, because of my first my first um, theme, uh, stitches would really trigger me. I did not like seeing stitches. I did not want to look at them, and uh, it was it would always you know trigger these thoughts even more. And I tried to avoid it. And the problem was that my grandmother, the year where my you know where my OCD started, um, she fell and she um, you know had like a wound on her on her forehead and had to you know she had to get stitches and it was so difficult for me to look at her and I would try to avoid looking at her 
And, you know, those are things that, you know, you don't want that. You want to be able to look at your loved ones even if they have stitches, you know? So, um, yeah. So, yeah, stitches were a huge thing for me. And um, obviously that was not a, not a good thing. And uh, because you cannot avoid situations like that. Like, obviously it's fine if you're a person that does not like to look at blood or wounds. Like, that's obviously... I mean, I'm, I'm never going to be the person to watch horror films. That's just how it is. I just don't like it. Not even because it triggers me, just because I do not enjoy them. And that's fine. And that's okay. But you still have to expose yourself to those situations that might trigger you, even if, it's, you know, so in order to have a normal life or, you know, in a, what is a normal life? But <laughs> we don't have to get that deep here. But in order to live a happy life, you cannot avoid these like day-to-day -day -day situations. Like I said, you don't have to be a doctor if you don't like blood um, or you don't have to watch horror films, but um, it is important to expose yourself to these to these triggers, triggers because um, that's the only way you can beat OCD. <laughs> that's, or not beat it, but, you know, live with it. Um, so yeah, stitches, stitches were definitely up there. They are not there anymore. So um, exposing myself to to talking to my grandmother definitely helped because obviously I I could not just avoid her I wanted to talk to her but it was very difficult I would always uh I hated it I hated it so much but it's um not as bad anymore um obviously it, sometimes yes of course but it's not a trigger that I I would avoid per se if that makes sense um I'm sorry again if this episode is a bit all over the place I feel like when I talk about more emotional things or more you know, triggering things, these episodes get, I guess, more difficult to listen to because I'm just struggling as well. Like, this is not easy for me because I have like, these thoughts, for example, like, what if this is going to come back? So it's just, it is like, bear with me. It's not easy for me right now. Um, but that's just part of what it is. So um, that's the that's the fun of it, I guess. Um, so yeah, um, bending over, for example, was another trigger that was also in relation to in correlation to the um, intrusive thoughts about the human centipede. And um, if someone would just like grab something from the floor or anything, I would, and I, I would always avoid like being near that person for some reason, because I would usually like get, you know, those intrusive thoughts about that movie again. And um, that is a random thing to be triggered by, but I remember that was um, a huge thing. And it, that actually still is like a trigger for me. Like I do not like that situation when I'm in a room and someone like picks something up from the floor and, I'm like there and I'm always standing close to them. I'm always like, oh my God, like, oh, this reminds me of this and this and I don't want it. And why am I thinking of this? Like, does this make me a bad person? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that definitely was also a weird one for me. And that actually still is one that triggers me, but I still obviously don't avoid it because that what isn't the point of avoiding it because it's gonna happen eventually and I just have to have to live with those things and um that's just people are gonna pick up things from the floor I I think that's just how it's gonna be and I'm gonna gonna have to have to live with that and sit through that okay next point um petting my animals um I think this correlates to the fact that you know OC latches onto the things that are important to us and my animals are very very important to me and so when I would pet my animals or cuddle with my animals, I would always have, you know, what if I'm going to harm them? What if I'm going to kill them? What if I'm going to do this or that? What if I'm sexually attracted to them? It was, those were the type of thoughts I would get. And um, it makes you feel like a horrible person, obviously, but you cannot control that you get these thoughts, if you know what I mean. Um, so I would, sometimes I would really avoid petting my pets. And that was that was sad. That was really sad. And I, I wanted to cuddle my dogs and my horse and everything. So um, 
that was another thing that was an exposure doing that even though I am having these thoughts because you know that's just how it is I have to sit with it once again and um that was a difficult one definitely because my animals are so so important to me and that really made me question my values I mean OCD makes you question your values it makes you question everything that's the problem but it really made me question my values as to who I am and if I'm if I'm a bad person and if I you know I'm for some reason sexually attracted to animals and it was it was very concerning I was very concerned that I'm just like a sick person and um sometimes it was was hard to differentiate between what are my values and what are thoughts and it is you cannot always differentiate and you sometimes just have to be there I I don't know and it has to be okay with not knowing and the only thing you can control in these moments are not your thoughts but your actions and um, I know sometimes it's so difficult to trust yourself and that was a, a thing I was so scared you know I'm just gonna pick up a knife and just stab my dog and so um, if it was it was very very bad so petting my animals would definitely or being around my animals would definitely trigger me for quite a bit and um, but I would obviously stay around them anyways because I loved them and I was uh, trying to prove to myself in a way I mean that probably wasn't good either but I was trying to prove myself I'm not that person but you know once again you just have to live with the fact that thoughts are thoughts and um thoughts don't matter your actions matter and yeah that was a that was a difficult one so let's go on to more of my sexual orientation uh ocd theme um this is one big trigger for me was like women on instagram because for some reason, I mean, we all know, I'm going to talk about this in another episode as well. I want to talk about like body image and social media and all that good stuff because um, I, I have a lot to say about that <laughs> and a lot of t uh, regarding myself. But anyway, women on Instagram would, especially beautiful women, a lot of women on Instagram obviously look beautiful. I mean, um, and they're oftentimes in like bikini pictures or whatever. And I would, you know, see them and I would be like, am I sexually attracted to them because I think they're beautiful? And this would always make me like question myself. And then I would go into a spiral and I'm like, oh, am I homophobic? And that was a big trigger for sure. And I would I would go as far as to, you know, tell my feed that I'm not interested in those posts, um, which is not good. And that is not what <laughs> I should expose myself to those things. Um, but I remember trying to avoid it at all costs. And I still do sometimes. That is something I still struggle with. I still try to avoid, um, you know, pretty women on Instagram because it triggers not only my sexual orientation OCD, but it also triggers, um, you know, not feeling good enough and getting all of these, like, you know, in a way, insecurities, like, hit. And um, it's just, like, an overall woman on Instagram were <laughs> an overall bad thing for me. Um, but no, once again... I have to sit with it. I have to live with it. And I cannot avoid women on Instagram. It's just how it is. Um, Pride Month. I think I talked about this last episode or maybe two episodes ago. I don't know. Pride Month was a tough one, definitely. Um, for obvious reasons. It was very triggering. I would constantly try to figure out what my sexuality is. And um, then I had to live with the fact that you don't have to know. Just, you know, don't always have to figure everything out. But um, that was a good exposure. My therapist was actually very proud of me and saying that is the best exposure for you. And you actually are supposed to read about coming out stories. And, um, you know, he would really tell me to do these things. And I would be like, I don't want to do it. But obviously I did. And it made me, you know, feel a lot better once I sat with anxiety. But it's not always that easy, isn't it? Um, yeah, this goes hand in hand with coming out videos or like coming out 
people that come out in general, I'm always like, oh my God, what if this triggers something in me? And oh my God, like I have that thought. And then I'm like, why am I having this thought? Like I'm so homophobic and yeah, <laughs> we don't have to go that down that like spiral again, but definitely makes me question my values and what, I, what, what might be wrong with me and why I have these thought processes. But then again, I just have to live with it. That's just, you know, let's get triggered as the, this episode is called. Like just, you know, at this point. But also guys, keep in mind um, that exposing yourself can also, come, can also become compulsive. So the moment you get an intrusive thought, if the first thing you want to do is expose yourself to this, that can also get compulsive. So that's not, that's not like exposure is not supposed to become a compulsion. Um, because the problem is anything can, come, can become a compulsion. So be careful with that. I'm not a therapist. That's why you need a therapist to help you by, with this. But um, don't immediately, when you get triggered by something, um, use that like, oh my God, I have to expose myself right now. Um, because otherwise I'm not going to feel good about myself. Like, no, don't do that. <laughs> but like I said, I don't know. Um, I cannot speak for anyone, but I, I know that my therapist told that um, to me or said that to me. Um, so yeah, it's also seeing, you know, relationships between the same sex. Also like just people holding hands um, that are from the same sex and just intimacy between um, people of the same sex. So that was, yeah, that obviously in a way makes sense also. <laughs> and I also... Uh, we'll try to avoid these people, you know, not talk to them, and that is so, like, I want to talk, I don't want to judge anyone, and I, 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 but, and it makes me feel bad that I'm avoiding these type of people, um, or that I'm avoiding people in general that have that sexuality, which is totally fine and okay, and, and they are probably great people, but I don't want to be around them because I'm scared it's going to trigger my intrusive thoughts, so, um, the obvious consequence of that is to hang out with these people, get to know them. And, and, um, that is what I'm definitely doing. And, um, that is definitely helping because I'm, I'm just talking about one couple I know and they're amazing. They're so sweet. I love them. And yeah. So, um, it's just, yeah, the OCD really, I, what I hate most about it, I think is that it really makes you question your values and who you are as a person. So, um, a lot of times I've been really like, so so sad about the fact that I probably am the most homophobic person on earth and then that is very difficult to explain to someone who does not have OCD that probably some people are going to listen and they're going to be like you are homophobic but I know better I know I'm not but um sometimes my OCD tells me I am so that is not easy at all um this whole disorder is not easy at all as we as we all know but yeah also women wearing revealing clothes like a lot of cleavage very tight clothing because you know it makes me look at them and then I'm like why am I looking at them like what does this mean and uh, I, I once again go into a spiral and um which is and I try to avoid these women and um that's the whole thing with triggers you like want to you know start avoiding them which is kind of, like not the thing you should do um sorry for sounding like a broken record I'm so sorry but it's just um you know what I'm trying to get at, right? Right, yeah, you do, obviously. <laughs> um, this is probably going to be such a setback uh, podcasting-wise because all of my other episodes, like my last two episodes, last two, three episodes, I really liked them in the way I was talking and just the whole, like, setup. But I already have a few, you know, segments that are already, like, deleted right now because I'm like, why am I saying these things? Like, I'm rambling. And this is really not easy, so... Um, I'm sorry if this is difficult to listen to as just like a listener, but um, this just shows the reality of living with a mental illness, doesn't it? Um, I think so. <laughs> 
And last but not least, being around pretty women. Um, also for obvious reasons. You think someone is attractive and then you're like, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, do you think they're sexually attractive? Like, would you want to date them? Or are you just objectively, objectively seeing them as an attractive person? Uh, so I would try to avoid pretty girls, <laughs> which is also not something you should do. Um, and overall, like, these are just, I think, my most, you know, dominant, um, my most dominant triggers. They, a lot of them are not as triggering as they used to be, but um, as you can see, a few of them are quite random. <laughs> and, but I guess it does a lot of times make sense in, in a way, but um, it is it is definitely not an easy thing. And it was not, it's not easy talking about this for me. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping that some of you can can see yourself in this and be like, yeah, I, I have that too. And it makes me feel so, like such a bad person. And oh my God, people with OCD are the last people to be bad people because we worry so much and we worry too much. And that's our problem, isn't it? In general, it's just important to keep in mind that we are people that care a lot and we care a lot about the people around us. And um, we, we, do not, we are not evil or disgusting or, or whatever people. And, and the, the hard thing about OCD is just that your mind makes you believe you're the most horrible person on earth and uh, for your thoughts. And um, having your, your mind or your brain or your thoughts as your biggest enemy is, is not easy. It, it really isn't. If you wake up and the first thought is like, I don't know, I'm going to kill my mom today. I mean, you think, oh my God, what is wrong with me? And um, for obvious reasons, of course, but we're like, I just want to make this clear that to anyone who's listening and who is not struggling with OCD, um, we, we are all, I think we're the purest people out there, like not trying to toot my own horn. Oh my God. <laughs> no. But, um, the people that I've met with OCD, I'm not like talking about myself, obviously, or whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, um, they're like the sweetest and kindest and most empathetic people I know. And, we are, we are not evil and our thoughts do not define us, our actions do and the way we talk to people, the way we act, the way we, you know, present ourselves, that's what, what really matters and not what random thoughts your brain spit out because that's just your way of, your, your brain's way of processing things and um, that has nothing to say about, like, it doesn't say anything about you. And so, yeah, um, I just wanted to, like, once again, talk about this because I think one of our biggest fears is to, you know, meet people that actually think we're bad people and we're not. So yeah, I just wanted to, to make these things clear, I guess. <sighs> so I guess this is um, the end and this is the, the this is um, my outro for today. Uh, this was very, very mentally draining. This was a huge exposure and I think you can definitely tell that I am throughout the uh, like recording that I'm very you know, anxious a lot of times because I am talking about my um, triggers and I am exposing myself to them. So this was like a huge, huge therapy session <laughs> in a way for me, at least. Um, but I did think it was important to talk about. Um, I did want to talk about this. This was something on my on my list of things I wanted to talk about. So I really hope you enjoyed, even though it might not have been easy to listen to. Um, I, I really hope this um, might have helped someone. So other than that, I hope you guys have a great week and that anything you want to achieve, you're going to achieve. And yeah, see you next week. Bye.